The show is called Lady Day at Emerson's Bar and Grill. It's here's the announcement. Been extended through March 26th at the Venus Cabaret Theater at the Mercury Theater in Chicago on Southport were incidentally tons of great restaurants around there, not all that far from Wrigley Field. And I am speaking to the star of that show, Alexis Roston. Hi, Alexis. Hi, how are you? Oh, great to talk to you. The show is all about the voice we just heard, and that's Billie Holiday. And you've done this show several times. I'm curious as to why you keep coming back to play Billie Holiday. I keep asking for it, but I mean, <laughs> <That's a good laughs> it's reason. the subject matter, right? It's an icon. Billy was you know, an icon in jazz music, so of course it's a subject matter. And um, I really feel like I have some kind of now, uh, she's given me permission <laughs> at this point to do her show from from the other side, honestly. This is number six, and um, it's my third time. Chicago, uh, sixth time in the country, and I'm just, I'm, I'm learning new things about her every time I do the show, so really? it's a blessing to me. So how do you prepare, or how did you first prepare for the part? Lots of biographies, movies about Billie Holiday. What did you, did you Absolutely. watch the movie? Did you, did you read the biographies? So what I didn't do was watch the movie. Um, I didn't want to mimic anybody else's portrayal of Billy. Did not want to do that. So never watched that, but I did read every book I could possibly find uh, about her and her upbringing, her, the people around her, um, the, the life and times of anything about Billy. I read it, and I believe I've probably been preparing for this part as long as I've, I've been around because... My father always played uh, jazz in my home, right? So I was listening to her as a kid. Hmm. I never imagined being able to actually have a semblance of her sound, though. You know, it just was something that I heard and appreciated. And so when I was asked in uh, 2013 to do the show, um, I was shocked. <laughs> it was a friend of mine who knew me, knew what I sounded like. His name's Rob Lindley. He's an amazing director, performer uh, in Chicago. And he was directing the show at Porchlight. And I said, Rob, you really want me to come in and audition for this? You know, he said, yeah, 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 I think you can do it. I did my audition as I'm supposed to, because that's the job as an artist, you know, you go and do the audition. That's the real job. And then, you know, the vacation part is learning and developing the character, right? So I did the job, and I got the call that I was cast, and I asked him, I said, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, do you mean it? And he said, yeah, you got it. And uh, I started this journey with Billy. I, t- I sat in, in, my, in my home. Uh, I took a two-week period where I kind of didn't do anything else, and I listened to her music, just Billy and I. And um, by the time that two-week period was up, I had some kind of Billy sound, and uh, I've been doing it ever since now. We're going to do it 10 years in now. So you are an accomplished actress. You've been in everything from Shrek the Musical to Mary Poppins to The Color Purple, 
I mean, a long list of shows. Sister Act, the musical. Uh, the list goes on and on. But you keep coming back to this show. There are certain performers who are made to play, it seems, certain parts. Is this one of those parts you think you'll be playing on and off for a long, long time? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, one, as a business uh, person, you if, you're, if you have an institution where you can put on theater... You say, okay, this makes sense monetarily. Yeah, <laughs> one yeah. woman show, and it's and um, for you, then, for you, it's work, and that's a good thing. But absolutely, it, but I'm thinking it's more than that. Oh, it's it's it's, it's way more than that. Um, from everyone else's voice, I'm hearing that they feel like I channel her. You know, people that had lived to see her perform, and people that are just hearing her. Music, you know, um, they say I channel Billy, and I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> like, because I I feel like I do. I I I you lose Alexis, and you enter into Billy's world. As far as I'm concerned, um, the show must. It's an hour and a half show. You know, it's, it's a quick hit them and quit them. You know, learning of who this woman was and um, what she went through. Um, why she is the icon that she is. Uh, all of these things contribute to why I'll continue to do this show for a long time because she's made such a contribution to jazz music. And as long as jazz is around, uh, yeah, I think that we'll be hearing about the pioneers, and she's definitely one of those pioneers. What did she go through? For those who don't know some of the story and don't give too much away, but she did go okay. through a lot, and I would argue would have had different support if it was today. Yes, a much different support if it were today. However, um, we're talking about, um, so Billy's got, been gone from us since 59. So um, she was 44 when she passed, and um, you can imagine she she was singing during a time where her color was um, not so much received by the masses, the people that actually wanted to hear her music. Um, they didn't want to necessarily see her in their venues. So there was traveling with all white bands, but she's the only person of color, and so she has to use the back door. She can't use the restroom. Um, she can only perform there and then sit on the bus, you know, Um she dealt with coming up with a mother who was not too far off from her age. She had a young mother. So her mother was trying to figure it out. And sometimes you pass your your uh, bad juju down to your children, right? Mm-hmm. And so bringing her up in uh, brothels and uh, Billy was introduced to prostitution at a very young age. Um, she had very tumultuous relationships with men. They, you know, her heart was big. She loved hard. But then there were things that they took advantage of her, you know. She was taken advantage of a lot, um, from recording issues to uh, getting substance abuse introduced to her, you know. Um, and, And we know that story. I mean, if you know anything about Billie Holiday... That is one thing we hear a lot of. Yeah. But what we 
also should note is that there was nobody ever in her time doing what she was doing, you know, and that's that's creating this sound in jazz music that um, people long for still that our people are emulating now, like Andrew Day and um, Erica Badu, and there's a uh, young lady named Ari Lennox that's out there that sounds a little like Billy. I don't know how they could even be as great as they are right now if there was not a Billy Holiday. All right, I want to talk more about Billy Holiday's talent and why we're even talking about her all these years later, and also her love for dogs. We will do all of that when we come back with Alexis Ralston, who's playing in the show Lady Day at Emerson's Bar and Grill at the Venus Cabaret Theater at Mercury Theater in Chicago on Southport. We'll be back on WGN. She's been extended. I suppose that's what you like to hear, isn't it, Alexis Rostin? Absolutely. <laughs> extended through March 26th at the Venus Cabaret Theater at Mercury Theater in Chicago, 3745 North Southport in Wrigleyville. Lots of restaurants near there, as I mentioned earlier. Have you had a chance to dine nearby at any of the many restaurants on Southport? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I stroll up and down there. They got... Um, uh, great little what is what empanadas? <laughs> yes, um, they got fried, and then they have a gourmet empanada place. You know, something quick to snatch in between shows. Yeah, great lots and, and further down the street, one way or the other, lots of lots and lots of great restaurants. Uh, you play Billy Holiday in this show. Uh, yeah, you when you were talking about Billy Holiday and what she went through in her era. It reminds me of this, because you said something to the effect that there she is with uh, an all-white orchestra. People would prefer hearing her in some ways rather than seeing her, only because she's African-American. It reminds me of a story that Deanne Warwick told me on the show, I don't know, about a month or so ago. There was years ago in the 1960s, an album cover, she was unaware of it until it happened, that showed... I don't remember the name of the LP, but whatever the name of the LP, and it showed the cover of a a white woman, which Dionne Warwick is not. And when she came out on stage, it might have been London, it might have been Paris, somewhere in Europe. When she came out on stage, everyone, of course, uh, that who's that? And then when words started to fall out of her mouth as she began to sing, they all put it together and they were okay with it as it happens. But can you imagine... I mean, and that wasn't that long ago. It's crazy. No. No, but it, it was real. <laughs> it was yeah. what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, what um, what do you think? And that's why you brought up Dionne Warwick, because I played her as well, and I've gotten a chance to meet her. She's such a lovely woman. I call her Auntie Dionne. I'm not really her, her, her niece, of course. <laughs> everyone calls her, her that. Yeah, everyone calls yeah. her that. When? Where did you play her? At Black Ensemble Theater. I saw you in that show, actually. And she yeah. she, she can do things vocally in her prime that were astounding, friends. So go back and watch on YouTube uh, her appearances on Johnny Carson, for example. I mean, she could do things that were like, how the heck? And you know where Whitney Houston, her cousin, Who? and everyone yeah. in her family, it was just... 
what a family, you know? Of, magical, of, magical family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's talk about Alexis Roston and Billie Holiday. All these years later, on stage, Billie Holiday, in a show that's been extended, so it's doing well. You've played Billie Holiday several times. Other people have played her, too. Biographies, <laughs> movies. What is it about Billie Holiday that we're still fascinated all these years later? You know what? Um, I think it's two things. It is her contribution to the American jazz canon, but it's also we love to see a, a train wreck. You know what I'm saying? It's like you just can't take your eyes away from it. So here you have this glorious, beautiful, amazingly gifted jazz vocalist who does not the the fame of her and the 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 sound of her, the gift of her does not match her actual uh, trajectory through her life. You know, like, it, it was like an upward and a downward spiral. You know what I mean? It was like, as far as she could get up in jazz, is as far as she could get low in in life and in relationships. And unfortunately, that makes for good storytelling, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, we don't have a lot of footage of Billy. Like, if you go looking for it, it, you just don't get to see a lot of footage of her performances. We only get to hear her sound. So that's another reason why people are hungry for it, because she's been gone so long from us, but her music lives on, and we, we're hungry for it. We want to know more about her. We want to we, we want to know the itty-bitty nuances of how she became who she, who she was. And um, we want to know what got her hooked to the things that brought her down, you know? Yeah, yeah. Vocally, are you imitating her? Are you acting like her? Or are you just doing your own thing totally and the music kind of drives the show? Do do you know what I'm asking? I do know what you're asking. Um, And... I mean, yeah, I guess you could say I am mimicking her to a degree, but I don't think it's so much mimic as it is me finding a a voice that is in the world of Billy that um, is very comparable to the sound that we're used to hearing when we're listening to her. So I don't, I don't, and and I don't feel like I'm mimicking her. I feel like I am living as an as Alexis, but under the the guide of Billy Holiday's spirit. Is that a thing? Yeah. Can we say that? Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Now, you've done many of these interviews over the years because you played Billy Holiday over your career several different times as we spoke about your third time in Chicago again at the Venus Cabaret Theater at the Mercury Theater on Southport, but this is the most important question that you can ever be asked. Tell me about Peanut. Oh, <laughs> okay. So Billy loved dogs. She just, she really did. She had several, right? So she had, uh, I think it was Mister. Um, uh, she had a poodle named Gypsy, a Great Dane. Uh, she just, she had a bunch of dogs. So it was only fitting, and she had one named Pepe. So it was only fitting that, as is written in the show, that I actually have a dog i've only had of the six productions i've only had two where i've had a dog this current one 
and the one right before it that I did at Farmer's Alley in uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan. And um, Pepe is is um, named Peanut in real life, but I actually have a relationship with Pepe's mom, <laughs> <laughs> which is so funny. I went to high school with um, Marquisha Jordan, who is uh, also the uh, our wardrobe. And, um, yeah, when I asked Walter and Eugene, the producers over there at the Mercury and Venus, I said, I, I really have to have a dog this time. So they went scouting and turned up. It was Marquise's dog, Peanut. And, and Marquise has another dog named um, Pepe. And Pepe is understudy. <laughs> so, so Peanut the dog, the Chihuahua, yeah. I'm told, yeah. has a stand-in. Mm-hmm. So I kind of I think that's cool. I'll tell you yeah. the music. The music holds up in a very unique and special and soulful way. The way in which you present it all from the heart. Lady Day at Emerson's Bar and Grill through March 26th at the Venus Cabaret Theater at the Mercury Theater in Chicago, 3745 North Southport. As I said earlier, pretty close to Wrigley Field, walking distance from Wrigley. Thank you so much, Alexis. It's good to meet you. Good to talk to you. Steve, thank you for having me.